Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. This episode, it is Pokemon Indigo League. Right, now I'll come into the Indigo League part in a second because that threw the fuck out of me. But this is going to be an interesting one because generally when we do these or we start talking about these and we've got a list, um, probably spans about a year or so of of stuff we want to watch. When this one came up... Um, my response was similar to ones you've had in the past where you've you had zero fucking interest whatsoever wasn't bothered when it came out I really couldn't be fucking bothered and was the same now to be honest um, so yeah I mean generally I don't know we do it with books and music and all sorts if if you recommend something that 99 times out of 100 I go yeah I'll give it a look and this was the one where I went oh fuck really me on the other hand <laughs> As we've, we've mentioned on previous podcasts, I am pretty much a lifelong Nintendo fan. Uh, I say pretty much because I started as a Sega fan. We got into that previously as well. Um, but since my very early teens, I have been a hardcore Nintendo fan. And consequently, I got into Pokemon early doors. Uh, I got into this series first time around when I was far too old to be watching a Pokemon yeah. cartoon. Uh, not ashamed of it whatsoever. Um, I saw the first film in the cinema i own the first film on dvd uh for my birthday this year i am a 37 year old man and my wife bought me a giant bulbasaur plushie um (laughs) i make no apologies for this shit so pokemon is it's not one i think that was actually on our original list but it's one that has been requested a few times by a few people um sometimes as mark said we get requests in and we just flat out cannot do them because one or the other of us knows nothing about the show and has no interest whatsoever um in most cases we do have to refuse those requests this one though um i I was all over it like a rash and i think i probably can can make up for mark's lack of knowledge on pokemon hopefully i mean look i'm no expert i certainly dropped off the animated series quite some time ago to be fair as i did with the games as well um but certainly this early stuff i was really excited to go back and watch this yeah i mean i remember when it came out um and i that's a little bit younger than you i'd have been possibly slightly too old for it whereas you'd have been a little bit older again I, I, I was virgin my... on creepy old. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's, I'll make no bones about it. Like when this came out, I was in university. Like, yeah, that would have been about. Right, or, or at yeah. least when it hit in this country. Yes. Um, yeah, obviously, it was, it was in Japan for a few years first. Yeah, I think you. I think it was about ninety nine, two thousand when they hit. It yeah. was. It would have been the early two thousands. I, I remember quite well because I want to say I was in my first year year of university towards the end of the first year. Um, I lived in a house with somebody who was very heavily into Japanese culture, was also into games, and also a Nintendo fan. Uh, and so when the first Pokemon games came out, that was a real bonding thing for us. I got red, he got blue, uh, and all summer we proceeded to go away, catch as many Pokemon as possible, and then when we came back, it was like, get the link cables, wire it up. So we got into the game's early doors. That summer was also the summer that this cartoon started airing on TV. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. So bearing in mind, I am hardcore playing the game, the cartoon comes along, and I just 
fell down the rabbit hole very hard. So I want to say, let's see, I went to university in 2000, I think, and finished in 2003. I'm yeah, an so old man year. and my memory is not good. But yeah, that would be a year right. ahead of me, so that would be right. Yeah, so I want to say we got this in the year 2000 then. Yeah, so that would be about right. I and mean, I remember um, my cousin, my cousins, um, one is a year older than me and then um, his sister is about four years younger than me. So, that, but they were they were big into it and they were playing and they did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He had one, she had the other. Um, and I was like, oh wait, no, what are you playing? And they, they explained it to me. And I was like, oh okay, I'm going to play football now. Really yeah. could not give two fucks about it. It wasn't my sort of thing. Just didn't appeal at all. And then when when the cartoon came along, I was like, oh it's that. Bye. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. It's a bit of a weird one because, you know, we've talked plenty of times uh, on this show now, uh, particularly with some of the sort of early and mid-80s cartoons, how the cartoons were kind of there to sell the toy lines. They existed Mm. purely to sell the toy lines. This kind of has a bit of that, but there's a total synergy here. Like, everything's going on at once. The trading cards, the games, the show, the snakes eating its own tail here, and it just became this massive, massive worldwide phenomenon very quickly. Yeah, I mean, this had... And still does have the potential to be one of the biggest uh, merch machines in history. I mean, there are. Oh, I want to get this right, and it's probably wrong. Cause I read it on Wikipedia earlier. There's something like 809 species of Pokemon. Yeah, and I see. This is why I say I dropped off it. Look, I'm old school. There are 150 some odd. Okay. <laughs> um, once we even got past. Once we got past yellow. And they did it all again. I, I got into gold and silver, and then I got ruby and sapphire as well. And at that point, I was like, okay, now there are too many Pokemon. It is not feasibly possible for me to put enough hours in to collect all of these. Um, when it was, I want to say, there was 150, and if you included the legendaries, there was something like 152, 153. Don't quote me on that. But that's how many there were originally. That's that's plenty in itself, but eight, that's a, the, the article here says 809 which, you know, oddly fucking specific. But... And they got shit as well. Like, these first-generation Pokemon that are in Indigo League, like, these are your Pikachus, your Bulbasaurs, your Charmanders, your Squirtles. They had real character, and and you kind of got a feel for what the Pokemon was when you looked there, and it kind of resembled an animal. And then as we get into these newer generations, they're just nondescript blobs and shapes yeah. and... I mean, they just shit. <laughs> I, mean, I, I I went looking um, earlier this afternoon. I went onto to Netflix because I, I knew they were on there, and I got really confused because there was Pokemon the series, Pokemon X Y, Pokemon uh, Indigo League. I said, well, logic dictates Pokemon the series is going to be the first one, and then they're going to spin off. How fucking wrong was I? Well, Pokemon the series was what this was. I mean, this Indigo League thing was kind of retcon. Yeah. So I mean, the, what what's dubbed as Pokemon the series on Netflix is actually like season seven or something. It's um, Sun and Moon. That's actually the most recent. And I, I was I was watching. I think that's not the theme tune I remember. That's not. And the animation style is slightly different. Mm-hmm. But some of the some of the Pokemon in that like there was he, he went off to the Pokemon school because you know he doesn't know enough about Pokemon already. Um, and there are these bullies there, and they unleash these fucking things. And I swear to God, one of them was a, a blue circle with a set of fangs. Yeah. Now, what the fucking bollocks is that? Yeah, yeah. The the designs got awful. <laughs> they really did. And, I, and it kind of lost... Well, not kind of. It, it did lose a hell of a lot of its charm at that point for me. Like, these early design Pokemons, and, and we'll get into this when we dive into the show, but 
they've all got character and they they're charming as hell they really are um and i think that was a big part of the appeal especially for young kids as well was you had characters like pikachu um who who's just like he's a poster boy for nintendo now even though mm. i mean pokemon technically isn't even a nintendo franchise it's just published by them but mm. pikachu is now synonymous with nintendo yeah um I, that's how huge this thing became yeah and i mean like you look at certainly the early ones i so say you look at pikachu and uh squirtle um and they are they look like they're kids cuddly toys yes and I said that that's a big part of the appeal, especially Pikachu, because he's very cute and he's very friendly. But he's got this you know, this temper which a lot of you know, children will identify with because they get angry sometimes. And they, you know, they so it, there is a definite sort of appeal in the way it's written, the way it's put together. Um, and that's that's why it's quite worrying that you got quite as into it as you did when when it came out first, because you're a little bit beyond that target audience. Should we say. Well, I mean, you you say that, and I, I can understand children relating to Pikachu on that level and certainly I can understand on the fact that he's cute and runs around saying Pika um, but even in re-watching it for this for this podcast and, and I've said this before you know I, I've dove back into these shows and especially ones that have a recurring storyline like Pokemon does uh, and an arc I've kind of dove into them and be like yeah I want to watch more of that um, I started re-watching this just after Christmas I'm still rewatching this. There are some 80 odd episodes in season one. Look, it's fucking great. Like, it's way better than it has any right to be. And certainly, as a as a young adult watching it, um, yes, I was watching it because Pokemon was big at the time. And I've kind of always been into what is now in inverted commas referred to as geek culture. Um, and, and at the time, it, it wasn't cool to like anime and to like mm. comics and to like pokemon and look i'm no huge anime fan but i know my way around around anime and i like the style the cartoon looked great but more importantly like it really is actually quite well written particularly when you take into account that it's been localized mm. like that the, the first episode um the, the pilot if you will is a prime example like you get ash and pikachu go on this kind of mini heroes journey together before they before they even get out of pallet town proper you know mm. they they have to learn to bond as a team because they hate each other to begin with and they they kind of there's a beautiful shot at the end of the the first episode where kind of ash first of all sacrifices himself to save pikachu and then mm. pikachu jumps in front of ash when he's about to be attacked and sacrifices himself and then the two of them kind of bond and they look off towards the sunset and see a legendary flying off together. And it's just a beautiful moment and way, way better than you would expect or need from something that's essentially there to fucking sell trading cards. Yeah, and I'll agree with that. And I mean, I, I was going to come on to the style of it later on because I, I I've watched a couple um, this afternoon and that was one of the ones I watched. And when they're um, engaged with the first Spyro, is that the thing that's attacking them? Uh, no, I think they get a Fero, don't they? Fero, sorry. Is it a Fero they attack? Yes, it is, because yeah. there's a Pidgey, and then yeah, Ash yeah. thinks it's a Pidgey, and it turns out to be a Fero. A Fero, yeah. sorry, yeah, I got the name wrong. So Spyro's a... a dragon Yeah. on PlayStation. Yes, yeah. it is. A little purple thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's a beautiful... And when they're, they're... Ash is in the, battle, in the battle with that, and Pikachu's in the tree pissing himself. Yeah. And there's a beautiful point of view shot from the Fero, where it's all um, pencil pencil line drawing. And yeah. Black line. It's a, again, it's beautifully done yeah and looking at it I'm thinking okay I can see I can see where this is going 
The problem I had with it was that sitting there listening to it, I just got really fucking annoyed. Yeah, I mean, it, look, there definitely is a point where you either get or don't get Pokemon. And if you don't get Pokemon, this show is not going to speak to you on that level. They do a fucking exceptional job of explaining how Pokemon battles work and how the Pokemon League works and all of that exposition. They take care of that in about the first six or seven episodes. They spread it out and they do a fucking exceptional job of bringing you into that if you don't play the game. Yeah, and I mean, to be fair, what they've done is they've taken a trading card game, basically. Yeah. And they've made a TV show out of it. And that, and that in itself, or they've turned the trading card game into a computer yeah. game and then turned it into a TV show. And that is a brilliant achievement. And you can see how they've done, you compare that to when we talked about Dungeons and Dragons, for example, mm-hmm. where they took a an existing product and completely bastardized it and yeah. it went horribly horribly wrong and for me this didn't do that it's not, from what I've seen it looks like it's, it's, it's done a lot better than that but if you're not interested in that sort of thing to begin with no I mean it won't do anything for you it's just fucking top trumps I was, I was never bothered by that I, the, the trading card game is exactly that yeah. the trading card game is top trumps with a little bit of strategy thrown in because you get your different element types and things yeah. like that but that that actually works in the context of the show. Like we said with Dungeons and Dragons, they they create this whole storyline around a Dungeons. Well, they, no, they don't create a storyline around a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. In fact, it just kind of feels like one. Yeah. And these characters are in this whole world that's just influenced by it. This follows the plot of the computer games, like slavishly. Mm. It, re- it really does. And and the battle systems that are in effect are just like they are in the computer game, and just like they are. In the trading card game, Pokemon have to rest after battle. You know, and Ash has to learn all this. He has to learn that he has to weaken wild Pokemon before he can catch them. And he has to learn about different element types. And he has to go to a Pokemon center and learn how to use the computers. And, and all of the things that you do within your first sort of two or three hours with the game, mm. they spread out over what would be, if I guess, if you add all the running time up, the first two or three hours of this show. Mm. And you sort of take that journey with Ash. Now... If you already know the games coming in, this thing hooks you. I mean, and I still remember this from the first time I saw the pilot, and it 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 really gave me a happy when we rewatched it this time. The the very first shot in the opening episode is made up to look like a battle screen from the Game Boy game. Yeah. It starts off with two Pokemon fighting. I think there's a Gengar, I want to say, and I forget what he's fighting. It might be a Nidorino or something. I'm not sure, but it's de- I'm sure it's a Gengar. Um. And they're fighting, and you just see screens from the Game Boy game, then it blows up and yeah. turns to colour, and it's just fucking amazing. It's, it's like they, they hooked me at that point, immediately. And I would go as far as to say, like, probably until very recently, I don't think I've seen a video game adaption work quite as well as this. Um most recently we've had Castlevania which I guess is a little bit too adult and modern for us to talk about on this show unfortunately but yeah I mean the the, the, the previous Castlevania cartoon maybe oh the the one with Captain N yeah we're definitely doing Captain N at some point I love that shit um but but yeah to, to go back around and Castlevania actually is also kind of anime style but Pokemon specifically really takes that style and runs with it. I mean, obviously, there's stories about kids having seizures and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll come on to that. The way this thing pops off a TV screen is unbelievable. It looks gorgeous. It's animated beautifully. 
like the character designs are perfect even even the decisions that are made in in terms of things like the the pokemon only being able to say their own names as well like it just lends so much charm to this world it's beautiful yeah i mean I, I, i'll 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 concede on that one i said i i wasn't into the games so i mean it's it's not the sort of game i, I would really bother with anyway so it 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 never appealed so coming into it and looking at it, and I'd, I'd seen a handful of episodes or a handful of, sort of snippets of episodes over the years and I was never that bothered so I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll watch a couple got really fucking confused with the whole Sun and Moon thing which I was like no fucking no um, so I have watched and as it stylistically I was looking and think okay I can see what I'll see what they've done there and I said there is a world that they are building um, and I only watched the first three maybe mm-hmm. so I mean that you can see the work, the groundwork they're putting in and you can see it, you can see how it, how they're intending for it to pay off and then having accidentally watched something from you know, six or seven seasons later seeing how they've got to that point you say okay yeah, it's it, what they've tried to do has worked yeah and you can appreciate that for me it was just it wasn't a product I was interested in to begin with so I was coming at it from a long way behind the eight ball in the first place yeah 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 definitely there I think there is an element of if you stick with it long enough i think possibly if you don't play the games this can win you round if you want it to and you will have to want it to i think because it is it is very japanese it's not it is very clearly from another culture and you have to want to embrace that i think if you're not into the games to begin with um but if you do and you do stick with it like there is something there there is substance there. this isn't just he-man where it's here's how we sell toys yeah i mean particularly uh should yeah okay if you're listening to this you've probably seen most of pokemon okay spoilers and i'm gonna give you five four three two one like ash fucking loses you spend 80 odd episodes following his journey he gets to the end of the tournament and loses like a real fucking sports movie and he Mm. learns an important character lesson Mm. about how he needs to learn to be a better pokemon trainer and take better care of his pokemon and be a better person and more trustworthy because he ends up like pretty much fucking over a friend that he makes in the tournament if i remember rightly um and I, I, I dropped off, as I say, after this series. There's some 80-odd episodes of it is enough. And then we got all these other random Pokemon and characters started leaving and new characters started coming in. So this is really the only one that I've focused on. But for us to spend that much time with them, and especially in a kid's show where you should be teaching kids that if you work hard and you really apply yourself because you want to be the best, like, you can be the best and you can win the Pokemon tournament. No. Ash fucking crashes and burns. He get. I mean, he gets. I think he gets to the. I want to say the semi-finals or the quarter-final. He, he doesn't even make the final, from what I remember. Like he goes out. He takes a dive in the tournament. Like that's that's pretty fucking good for what is a kids' show. Yeah, and I mean, but I mean, I think if you if we'd had this show at the same sort of time that we'd had the likes of He-Man and you know your, your Toy Factory shows, that wouldn't have happened because it would be a case of look, if he wins, people will buy more toys. Yeah, and I mean, socially, we'd had a quite a big shift in, in that period as well. People didn't want to see the, under, the scrappy underdog come through and win every time because scrappy underdogs, yeah, okay, they work hard and you know, maybe they're a bit more noble and moral and all the rest of it, but they don't necessarily deserve to win. No, and I mean, the Karate Kid's a prime example of that. Yeah. No, you've got no, you've got um, I can't remember his name, but the um, Cobra Kai guy who's done masses of training. He's he's very good at what he does, and he's. He, he's 
know, basically taken out by somebody who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And that's the that's the sort of difference where you know, between the the stuff you had in the eighties and the stuff that came towards the late nineties and early two thousands is that people were fed up of that to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I and I think it's it's a very brave direction to take the story in after it's been built up specifically. The show is built around Ash's journey from becoming a clueless ten year old boy. And by the way, like. I know this is like video game fucking Pokemon land, but who the fuck lets a 10-year-old boy leave home and just roam free catching wild animals? Depends on the kid, because there's some fucking annoying 10-year-olds around. But, like, what is that about? Like, and and you send him off to meet the fucking creepy old professor in the lab who gives him a fucking... Pet. Pet. Like, they... A very dangerous pet. There's some weird shit at work here, but okay, we put that to one side. Um, you know, essentially, yes, yeah, this message about this 10-year-old boy growing up and finding his place in the world and he wants to be the best Pokemon trainer. And traditionally, the message, and especially in a kid's show, the message would be like, you know, work hard, apply yourself, follow your dreams. You can achieve... No, no, you can do all that and you will still lose and life will still take a giant crap on you. That is the message you get at the end of Pokemon. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, that's, it, it is a good thing because, I mean, that's real life at the end of the day. Yeah. And that it's 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 a good representation, and I think that more and more kids stuff has started to do it now. If you look at the um, the Cars franchise, the Pixar, um, the Pixar Disney, it's Pixar, Pixar. Um, so okay, you get the first movie, yeah, okay. Again, spoilers for a film that's fifteen year old or whatever. Um, no, yeah. is Cars fifteen years old? They did three of the fuckers. Yeah, no, but like. Yeah, Cars is fucking ancient, huh? Fuck. Um, I want to say it's before The Incredibles. No, definitely not. Definitely not. It's fucking old anyway. It, it, yeah, it, it might be after. It, it's old, but it's, it's definitely after The Incredibles. If, if it is, it's the one after. Anyway, off topic. Anyway, off topic. But, yeah. Um. So yeah, the first one. Yeah. Okay. He he loses. He he loses. He, he you know he's humbled. He he builds himself back up. He becomes a better person, and he goes on to win the Piston Cup. By the time the second film comes around, he's won it five fucking times. And then yeah. the second one is an abortion of a story involving spies and all that sort of shit. And, doesn't really apply. By the time you get to the third one, he is an old man in a young man's game, and he has to learn. He has to realize that actually he has been surpassed. He has been, he has become outdated, and he can't compete. And again, that's a very, it's a very twenty-first century lesson to be teaching kids. Yeah. That you don't always win. Yes. And you don't always get a fucking ribbon for coming last. Yeah, and and that is what you get here you get to the last episode and it's all about ash picking himself up off the floor and just setting out to try harder and try again yeah and i mean i think the the benefit at this point was that they'd have known they were having another run oh jesus there was no i mean there was never a doubt, to that. doubt so I mean, yeah they i mean they knew they had another run. i mean you said there are 80 odd episodes in season one there are according according to the wiki entries maybe slightly out but there are approximately 20 seasons and a thousand episodes Wow. So I mean, they. For, yeah, he, he those, those seasons though, that's deceptive, isn't it? Because we split. Yeah, it, 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 the way it may be done like, in you know, the way that it's released in, uh, in Japan, in it Japan, might be like half a season or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we split the Japanese runs up even further. So what we refer to as Indigo League, we got over like two or three seasons. I want to say actually, it was two. Which is actually one. Season. Which is actually one season in Japan. Yeah. So, but I mean the. So, I mean, according to this, and I don't know what, what the source of that is, and it may be slightly off, but mm. I mean, a thousand episodes. And that's, no, I mean, at that point, 
we could do this every year and you could have another tournament and you could get a bit further you could win it one year and then lose it that or you know, I know we'll just do the tournament he loses fuck that off and we're off in a completely different story yeah which may or may not be what they did I don't know I mean the Sun and Moon one I picked up today they were on an island of Alola which I'm fairly sure was supposed to be Hawaii but uh, yeah no, that but... follows the games as well I've not played Sun and Moon but I know they go to like a Hawaii like island in Sun and Moon yeah so I mean no, they're not. it's not the same story and regurgitations of that for a thousand episodes because that would fuck people off I yeah, I, th- I think most of them have an element of Ash moving to a new area and entering then... the Pokemon tournament in that area yeah. and battling the gym leaders and so on. And most of them have, uh, just like the games do, most of them have a form of Team Rocket. Uh, it's not always Team Rocket. Like, it's just like in the games, sometimes they'll be like Team Magma or whatever. Yeah. But there is always a, a, team. a, a team, essentially. Um, I think all of them have an Elite Four... Uh, so, so there's kind of there's a loose yeah, format, format, just like yeah. there is in the games, yeah. essentially. But even in um, in Indigo League, you know, as we're looking at, like it isn't 80 episodes of Ash needs to fight this trainer now, this trainer now, this one now. He can do a gym battle now. He needs to catch this Pokemon. Like there are what we would now, in in trope terms, call Monster of the Week episodes yeah. with specific Pokemon and specific quests that you'll go on. But everything is always serving the larger story of Ash's yeah. on this journey and learning how to be a trainer and, and bonding with Pikachu, yeah. who in himself is clearly damaged. Oh, he's <laughs> a little fucking douche monkey. He, 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 he's, he has mental issues. Like, there is no doubt about it. Pikachu is just not right in the head. Uh, that, I think, is part of his charm. That is certainly why he took off in the way he did. I mean, bear in mind... This is a character that became so fucking popular that they relaunched the game in a new colour just so that just, you could yeah. have Pikachu as a starting Pokemon. Like, the little bastard is huge. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, when um, when we were living in Australia, there was um, there's this infl- like 30-foot inflatable rubber duck that's going around the world, and it was in uh, Sydney when we were there. But not long after that left, somebody went, well, fuck that, we'll do a Pikachu as well. And there was a forty-foot-high fucking Pikachu in Sydney Harbour. Yeah, because that's what. No, that's the sort of level people. Are, I don't mind spending money on that. Why not? Fuck yeah, it. yeah. I mean, P- Pikachu now is one of those things where you could probably show it to somebody who was even older than me when this came out, and clearly way on. So somebody that's maybe even in there, I would say sixties now. Even they wouldn't tell you it's Pikachu, they but they'd go, a "That's a Pokemon." Yeah, that's that's how big Pikachu has got. You could show it to your grandmother, and she'd be, "Oh, that's the Pokemon thing." Mm. Everybody knows Pikachu. You know they wouldn't necessarily recognise like a Pidgey or a or a Rattata or even a Bulbasaur or a Charizard, but a Pikachu. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, that's the Pokemon. Yeah. In much the same way, you could show just about anybody a picture of Mario, yeah. and they go, "Well, that's that's Super Mario." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it it, it was massive, and I mean, that's it. It's some of the stats it's got here. I mean, I don't know how. Again, these these are probably tough to take with a grain of sand, but. Um, become the highest grossing media franchise of all time with 70 billion dollars in revenue up to March 2017 that would not surprise me uh, original video game series the second best selling video game franchise behind Mario uh, with more than 300 million copies sold and over 800 million mobile downloads so I mean no, this Pokemon Go has got something to answer for there hasn't it yeah Pokemon Go is a is a great use of evolution because the number of fuckers I nearly ran over who ran out into the road to catch a fucking whatever 
Like, th- yeah. let's just pause for thought here, right? What is the fucking fascination with Pokemon Go as well? It's barely... I hate the fucking thing, and I love Pokemon games. It's barely a fucking game. It has none of the elements of Pokemon at all, other than you swipe to fucking send a Pokeball and they're in the wild. and possibly capture a Pokemon. Look, I had maybe two days' worth of fun with the camera feature on it. I've got photos of, like, a drowsy essentially taking a shit. Um, that's hilarious for a day or two. Yeah. Uh, the the actual game is shit. The battle mechanics are shit. Uh, like, what what is the fascination? Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, get it. I was never... In, I was never into the whole franchise, so I was never going to get into Pokemon Go. And I like the idea of, of augmented reality and stuff like that. I think it, no, it's, it's, a, it's a, a good progression for stuff. But literally, I was, I was driving... I was, I was in Cambridge or somewhere like that, and literally about half a dozen... I, I'm not, I don't even say kids, because they weren't fucking kids. They were student age, should we say. And they just fucking legged it out in the middle of the new carriageway. Yeah. Because there was something... And it was, it was on the local news that there'd been congestion around the city because of people doing that all over the place. I was like, seriously, is it worth getting fucking killed for? I mean, maybe if there's a Mew or something kicking around, but it, not certainly not in Pokemon Go. If... The, if there was a feature that I'd, I'm led to believe that kind of let's go kind of works on a similar principle, that may tempt me further down the line. I've been put off by the fact it's called let's go at the moment, but if that's a fully featured Pokemon game and takes into account that AR stuff, then yeah, you may see me wandering down the middle of a road getting hit by a bus. But I don't think it is. I think it's just a case of you can kind of plug your Pokemon Go account into it, in which case, get to fuck. Yeah. Like, just get in the fucking sea. That game is appalling. Yeah, I just, yeah it was just another stri- one in a string of things I didn't see the point of, but that's probably just me being miserable. Um, but yes, I mean, on top of that, I said, you know, it was a top-selling top trading card game with 25.5 billion cards sold around the world. Yeah, and that's, that's to say enough. nothing of the amount that was stolen. <laughs> yeah. Um, anime television series, um, video game adaptations... Uh, say a thousand episodes, anime film series, live action film, books, comics, etc., etc. Well, like, there's not a live action film yet. We're talking about Detective Pikachu, yeah, there, right? Presumably, yeah. I don't think I've missed a live action film. No. If I have, then I'm I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's talking about the new one that's due to drop. The Detective Pikachu thing, thing, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, it's it's spawned a massive uh, franchise, and it just seems to show no signs of dying. Now, for, and for whatever reason, it seems that with a lot of these things, a lot of these franchises, and nostalgia plays a big part. But as people get older, they stop engaging to a point, to an extent. Mm-hmm. You'll have no. And you look at things like Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all this sort of stuff as well. People will engage because it's part of their childhood. But then as they see the news, they're like, um, yeah, that's not really what I want. That's not how I remember it. No. Much like we do every week. Um, <laughs> and they kind of drift off. For whatever reason. For whatever reason, this doesn't seem to have any problem engaging future generations. I think there's a few reasons for that. One is that, I mean, those initial Pokemon, they kind of flit in and out of generations now. They'll take certain elements of the original Pokemons and bring them through, so like they might have Bulbasaur in some games and not in others, and Pikachu tends to be a mainstay because Pikachu. Um, and, and I think there is definitely a universal appeal to those characters. Mm. They are... As we said earlier on at the start of the show, they're very well designed, they're very cute. So I think they will continue to engage with people. But I think there's also, because there's been so many generations, like in much the same way that even though there was a big gap between them, like every generation has a Star Wars now. Yeah. Like 
every generation has a Pokemon. You might, it might not be Indigo League for some listeners. It might be X and Y. Yeah. Although they'd be very young if it was, I guess. But but you get what I'm saying. There would have yeah. been an iteration of the game that came out when they were kids that they would have played, and it may not be as big as Indigo League was when that dropped. But it's still gonna be there, and yeah. they're still gonna connect with it in that way. And we're now at a point in culture where the people that were kids when this original generation hit are now of the age where they're starting to get jobs and earn some serious scratch. And they may- And they have disposable income. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, if you look at the people who were growing up when this came about, they're now of an age where they're producing new shit themselves as well. Yes. So, I mean, it's, I mean we've talked about um, reboots and remakes of that. And the whole thing, of, oh, it, it was something that inspired me, something I loved as a kid, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add my bit to the universe and completely fuck it up. But that doesn't seem to be the case. If people are no, people are coming into this thing and, and, and building it, but it seems to be fairly consistent from what I can see. Yeah, I mean, a certain amount of that is going to be QC department at Nintendo. As I say, it's not actually a Nintendo property. It's published by them, licensed by them, but anything that's got a Nintendo stamp on it is fairly tightly controlled. Yeah. Um, so this will be part of that in much the same way that anything that's got say a disney stamp on it is very tightly controlled yeah um so there is an element of qc there you can't just pick up pokemon and go and do what the fuck you want with it in the same way you can with some other franchises yeah um but yeah you can certainly say that it would inspire people and you can see it in games definitely and particularly in some lo-fi indie games like there are games like Undertale and things like that. There are mechanics that will be borrowed from Pokemon and expanded yeah. upon or reversed in some cases. But because the game at its core is very simple, it is, you hit the nail on the head, it is top trumps. Yeah. Like that battle mechanic. I mean, how many games now come with a, a basic rock, paper, scissors system? Yeah. Which, I mean, don't get me wrong, that was around before Pokemon. Fuck me, it was around in Alex Kidd. Yeah. But Pokemon really perfected that. I mean, this is the first real proper rpg and it is an rpg yeah pokemon for many people is my first rpg and it kind of was for me like i'd played zelda and stuff like that but they're kind of more action-based rpgs i certainly hadn't sort of delved into any of the kind of jrpgs like final fantasy and stuff like that but all of a sudden this game comes along and Mm. like i said i was all over it and it and that kind of drew me in and i think possibly even if you want to follow that through to its conclusion like we now play dungeons and dragons i don't know if i would be there without having played pokemon I'm there way the back when I'm, I'm there for the rum i'm gonna be honest but um yeah no it's a fair point and there's very there's a very definite legacy um and so you do see that in quite a lot of um completely unrelated products now because as i said they, it was perfected and it was honed in such a way that people went oh, that's so fucking simple why have we never done that why have we yeah. never thought of that okay we can't nick it but we can kind of reverse engineer parts of it or we can borrow this bit or borrow that bit and yeah i mean you could probably go to any 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 sort of any game with that sort of um turn-based mechanic mm. and it will be there because that's what people expect now yeah i mean yeah it had its imitators very early on obviously there was digimon um, Beyblades and all of that. Yeah, I, I didn't get into any of those. Digimon just looks like the shit. Like Digimon is the GoBots version of fucking Pokemon, isn't it? I I don't I, I know I remember the name. I don't remember. I can't even picture. Like, you, okay, 
it had a weird little stumpy Tyrannosaurus Rex thing on it that looked like one of the characters from Land Before Time or that really fucking bad Whoopi Goldberg film where she's a cop and there's a T-Rex cop. I want to see that movie. Is that just me? There is a Whoopi Goldberg film where she's a cop and her partner is a fucking dodgy looking T-Rex. Okay. I've never heard of that. In fact, it might even be called t-rex and the fucking dinosaurs called something stupid like fucking teddy or terence or something i'm sure it's called t-rex with a hyphen okay whoopi goldberg dinosaur movie fucking telling you theodore rex there you go what the absolute bollocks is that it's fucking dreadful which obviously yeah i mean that may need to go into our upcoming new show that looks fucking horrendous it, it is um, yeah, very bad for that. Um, <laughs> yeah so I mean <coughs> I can't remember how we got to that excuse me um, Digimon shit T-Rex yeah. I mean I I, I never saw I didn't watch Pokemon but I never saw Digimon I, I, I remember being aware of it I remember thinking is that an, is that like a spin-off or a, an offshoot of something because no, what, no why not but it, just, it wasn't something that I, I recalled apart from the name and I, with most things even if you're not if you're not into them you can generally pick out an image there'll be something that resonates Digimon and Beyblades, and there were a few things that I don't want to fucking include because I, mean, I wasn't interested in the original. No. So I'm not going to follow through on the, on the other ones as well. Prime example when we're talking about the Pokemon designs, like I couldn't tell you a single fucking Digimon other than their like main poster boy, their Pikachu, if you like, was this fucking crap looking T Rex. Now, all of the care and attention to detail and love that went into the character designs of those original Pokemon. That's why Pokemon endures. That's why Digimon doesn't. And that's to say nothing of what is undoubtedly the... Like, we talk all the time about the best theme tune. That Digimon theme tune is definitely the worst. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, there you go. Mark's just showed me a picture of this shit-looking T-Rex. They they look... For the most part, they look like they should be in fucking sticker books for toddlers. Yeah, yeah, I mean... They're cutesy and... Fucking dreadful. I mean, even the ones, there are some, some renders which look like they're, they're publicity um, drawings from the show. And even when he's snarling with his claws out, he's fucking smiling. Yeah, it's just bad. Bad, bad, bad. I mean, yeah, I'm, I've never seen the show and having looked at that, I never fucking want to either. Yeah, so please don't write in and request Digimon. Uh, <laughs> you can write in and request if you want, because that show's been uh, Yeah, now we're probably going to do it. it just to make us fucking watch it. Maybe, if enough of you request it, maybe we will just for shits and giggles yeah but don't expect me to like it i can tell you that <laughs> or maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised who knows i don't think so I'll just show, I'm, i doubt it very much but maybe yeah nothing's impossible um yes i mean pokemon as you'd expect was something that got so huge there were lots of detractors yeah um and there was quite a lot of um controversy and criticism around it you mentioned the seizures earlier on um, yeah, yeah there were more than 600 Japanese children admitted to hospital with epileptic seizures following one episode in December 1997. Now, following this, and I've rewatched the show on Netflix, uh, following this, they actually regraded a lot of these episodes <laughs> so that whenever Pikachu does, did an electric shock attack, they would actually dumb down the colour on the screen. Mm. Um, now, that is evident in it like i never ever really noticed it on the tv if i'm honest it is very evident in the netflix versions 
Um, I don't know what the fuck Netflix do when they get these old shows now, but they do not. They don't translate treat well. them well. No, they don't. I think, um, I think they just get it uh, to the best quality they can as cheap as they can and bang it on screen. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've talked about this before and some some of the older shows and even, even yeah, stuff I'm not, not going on the Buffy rant again. But... Yeah, and that was one that sprang to mind. But it's, it's not just that. And I mean, there are things that are considerably newer than that, which yeah. don't translate either. Um, but I mean, this particular issue, so in, on December 16, 1997, more than 635 Japanese children were admitted to hospitals with epileptic seizures. It was determined the seizures were caused by watching an episode of Pokemon, Deno Senshi Porygon, commonly translated as Electric Soldier, Electric Soldier Porygon. Uh, as a result, this episode has not been aired since. In this particular episode, there were bright explosions that rapidly alternated blue and red colour patterns. It is determined in subsequent research these strobing light effects cause some individuals to have epileptic seizures even if a person had no previous history. The incident is a common focus of Pokemon related parodies in other media and was lampooned by The Simpsons in the episode 30 Minutes Over Tokyo and South Park in the South Park episode Shin Pokemon among others. And I, I remember The Simpsons one. Um, I remember The Simpsons one very well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the one where they go to Japan and they're, they're all watching, they all have seizures and Homer goes, oh why not? And, yeah. and seeing what's going on, you think, well, fuck, I've got nothing else to do because they're all having seizures. I'll just do it as well. Yeah. So he lies down and he doesn't actually have a seizure. He just on the phone. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, fucking hell. But that was um, that would have been very soon after. Two tsunami, definitely. Yeah, it would have been like a case of a year or two at most. Yeah, I mean, so um, that's that's. Could these the seizures actually? They happen very early on, from what I remember. I see, it was like midway through season one. Yeah, like, yeah. Episode thirty-eight. It certainly happened by the time the film came out. I know that much. Mm. Um, but yeah, like we, it is weird. If you're gonna rewatch this, just look out for it on Netflix. It is weird. You know, whenever there's an electric shock attack coming, because the whole fucking contrast on the screen just drops out. Like it's it's atrocious. It's mm. fucking atrocious. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's the the red and blue apparently, and the sort of the strobing effect off the blue, I guess. But it's quite rare for them for for anybody to actually come and say yes this was definitely the cause of it yeah but i think they must have looked at the the effect that, you know, it having the same effect on people and it happening at the same time they yeah must, i guess there, there i mean if that... all of those kids like if if the show's on i don't know between 4 and 4 30 and all of a sudden a bunch yeah. of kids have a seizure at 4 25 it's yeah. pretty there's going to be a link isn't that yeah, yeah. So, i mean but it's quite rare they come out and say actually yeah it was that you need to fucking do something about it to the, to the extent they've never aired it so, i mean it may be on box sets and things now where it's been on where it's been muted and stuff but to, to, to go as far as saying right we'll never air that episode again yeah, that's pretty... I mean, that, that makes it fucking gold. That, no, that's that's the fucking Owen Hart episode of Raw. Uh, it's, it'll be on fucking it'll YouTube. It'll turn up somewhere. I bet you... I've, I've not bothered to... I bet if you look on YouTube, it's fucking... If certainly if it's not on YouTube, it's certainly going to be kicking around on fucking Cody somewhere, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but whether, um, it, whether it's... A... We are not responsible if you have a seizure by looking... <laughs> but if you do, so, get someone yeah, to video it and we'll laugh. Yeah, if you do, please write in and let us know. If you're capable of writing and you're not brain dead. Um, yeah, and if you yeah. are, get somebody else to do it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, there may be versions of it kicking around. But I, I, I wonder whether there are, the, whether the original grade is there, or whether it's there's a doctored version has, has been made available. I don't know. So I mean, that, uh, it, it would be there. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's kind of an element of dare to that if you find it, isn't it? It's almost like, can I make it through this episode, yeah. <laughs> or am I gonna like have a fit, basically? Well, yeah, that's it. Um, so I mean, that wasn't the only controversy around it. Um, in I mean, it's pretty fucking violent as well. Let's just put that out there. Well, like... I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll get to that. I mean, um, 
Peter criticised it in 2012. Um, they criticised the concept and uh, supporting cruelty to animals and compared it to cockfighting rings. Um, yeah, it, it kind it, of is. Yeah, and I, I, I kind <laughs> I mean, of get that. I mean, yeah, it, I think their argument was they normalised it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah so, definitely. I mean, and, and because they certainly the early ones, there was a basis of actual animals. No, 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 the likes of your squirrels and stuff like that, which no, and your pidgeys. You can kind of see where they're coming from. It's animals beating the shit out of each other. Which is funny as fuck. I'm joking. Um, But yeah, I can I can kind of see where they're. um... No one no one dies or anything like that. They get stunned or you weaken them. But it is essentially like trainers setting their animals on each other. Yes, yeah, that like, is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like dogfighting, and the pro the problem they have is it's, it because it normalizes it. People then will see nothing about sticking their pit bull in in a in a in a pen with a rot uh, with a rottweiler and let it fucking let them have at it. Yeah, and I think that was the concern, and possibly justified. I don't know. I don't know if there was a rise in illegal animal fights at the time, but it's a fairly you no, know, it's a fairly sensible uh, yeah. logical step to take. Um, and the other big one, um, Christian groups, got a lot of them. Um, <laughs> Why fundam- am I not surprised? <laughs> Fundamentalist Christian groups um, overperceived occult and violent themes and the concept of Pokemon evolution, which they felt went against the creation oh, of Genesis. Fuck right! Oh, are these the people that don't believe in dinosaurs and shit? Probably, yeah. Like, ah, oh, get. Just get to fuck, yeah. really. Although um, Sat 2000, which is a satellite TV station based in Vatican City, counted um, that counted that the uh, the trading card game are full of inventive and imaginative creatures and have no harmful moral side effects. Even the fucking Vatican are telling them to fuck off. Yeah, just get I to mean, fuck. This is this is generally the problem, and th- there's another bit which has a slightly more sensitive area to it. But people can generally be outraged by absolutely anything these days. You can be outraged at anything you, whatever you choose to be outraged that you can find reason now. Yeah, um, and, and they're always because of the internet and the, the, the things like Twitter. There are always idiots who will support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can go on a massive tirade tonight about sausage-free sausage rolls. Oh, I don't know. I will don't find go a there. million people who will support me. My only issue with that is it's called a fucking sausage. It's roll. not sausage. No. But my argument with it is, who gives a fuck? I mean, actually, technically, it is a. It doesn't have to be meat in a sausage, I guess, but well, yeah, it's maybe. not a sausage roll contains sausage meat. Yeah, <laughs> but my argument is, if there's a, if there's a market for it and people want it, who's it hurting? I want to try one. I don't because I just feel I'd be doing it for the sake of it. I'm, no, but I'm, I'm not interested one way or the other. But if people want it, then fucking have it. Yeah, yeah, totally. You're not hurting anyone. Exactly. But I could go on Twitter now. I'm not going to because no, I can't be asked for the abuse on that. But I could go on Twitter now and say it's the biggest fucking abomination since whatever. And I'd have a thousand people go, yeah, fucking tell them, you show the bastards. What am I showing them? That I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, and that kind of what the what this one smacks off. Oh, no, it goes against evolution. Well, evolution's been proven. I'm sorry, fuckers, but deal with it. Um, there was a slightly more um, controversial one in... Uh, 1999, Nintendo stopped manufacturing the Japanese version of Koga's Ninja Trick trading card because it depicted um, a manji, which is a, a Buddhist symbol with no negative connotations. Jewish civil rights groups um, complained because uh, the symbol is a reverse of a swastika, uh, which is a Nazi symbol. This swastika is not. It was appropriated by the Nazis. It is not a Nazi symbol. It's. A th- I want to say it comes from some uh, Romani and some Eastern European yeah, yeah. gypsies originally. It was a peace symbol, yeah. and it was just co-opted. But now, obviously, there are connotations with that you can't use it anymore. 
and again you can see why people got a little bit offended by it but at the same time you look at context yeah i mean in fairness yeah the swastikas are something that will affect like okay i i get that i, I get you it you can't argue that the swastika isn't offensive i get i get that it was appropriated but yeah still <laughs> yeah that's there are some things that are just not cool and a swastika is one of them but it was backwards no um, i'm obviously i'm not um, i'm not saying that but yeah it, it, again it's that sort of thing that you no know, people take things out of context and then it, all, all of a sudden they, they take on a life of their own mm-hmm. um i can see why people do take these things seriously but it's just um, they they incite and they inspire things in people they really shouldn't yeah but anyway um, in 1999, two nine-year-old boys from Merrick, New York, sued Nintendo because they claimed the Pokemon trading card game caused their problematic gambling. I'm sorry, what the what fuck nine-year-olds f- are gambling? And how are you playing Pokemon for money? What, yeah. what are you your play... fucking parents doing? Yeah, like, you play Pokemon for cards, For surely. cards, not for money. Like, if you have enough cards that, you're, like you, that you have a problem, then you can fucking afford it. So, but not only that, I'm sorry. If if you if if that's the problem you get at nine years old, you got bigger fucking problems. Yeah, definitely. I'm sorry, but that's just bullshit. But again, it's this thing of we can't take responsibility ourselves. We we'll blame somebody else. I mean, like it ain't like you got fucking Rain Man counting Pokemon cards. This isn't well, maybe fucking. You did, I know. <laughs> this isn't five card stud. This is top trumps. Like... Uh, yeah, and I mean that. But yeah, I mean, what fucking nine year olds are gambling, man? What? Where are their parents to fucking let them? fuck knows I mean, I mean we we don't get me wrong me and my brother used to play cards for it wasn't money it was for prizes you know, little candy cigarettes little candy sticks you got yeah, yeah. we used to play for those well i mean because we've already fucking bought them anyway i used to play cards for money as a kid with my aunties and uncles and stuff but it would be like fucking pence. 10 pence yeah yeah it's not like, not not a problem that's that not, not problematic gambling. gambling problem says the that's man who's banned from casinos but that's a whole <laughs> other story and it's not to do with my gambling no <laughs> Um, but yeah, again, it's just some of these. When we read some of these, it fucking baffles me. Um, and the last one I've got, or two, oh, sorry. Um, in 2001, Saudi Arabia banned Pokemon games and the trading cards, alleging the franchise promoted Zionism by display and by displaying the Star of David in the trading cards, as well as other religious symbols such as crosses they associated with Christianity and triangles they associated with Freemasonry. The game also involved gambling, Jesus which is in violation Christ. of Muslim doctrine. So. Okay, so uh, gambling seems to be a thing. Yeah, who the fuck gambles? I, I, is it maybe is it the gachapon thing of it where like the cards are blind bagged? Is that what they're trying to say? So you don't you don't know what cards you get in when you buy a pack of cards because that's half the fucking fun. Bagged. Well, yeah, but that is essentially a gamble, isn't it? Yeah, but in that case, they ban fucking sticker books because you don't know what you're getting in the back. Well, I've had this argument plenty of times as well because mobile games work the same now. Yeah. And particularly um, when you look at the latest kind of generation of mobile games where they have got that kind of gachapon element to them where like I, look, I've i been playing Marvel Puzzle Quest for four fucking years. Like, I don't know what covers I'm going to get when I open a cover pack. Um, I don't have a problem because I've been playing the game for that long that I get a lot of them for free. But it's that kind of thing. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes did the same thing where you you get random roles and you don't know what characters you're going to get. And yeah. so if you have an addictive personality, I can see how that is like, oh, well, I'll put 15 quid in and I'll see what I get. And then you don't get the character you want. So, well, I'll well, put another 15 quid in and then I'll put another. But look. I'm sorry, boo fucking who? Yeah, but that that's the gambling element of it, I think. Maybe Bullshit, that's fucking rubbish. That's I just, don't know. That's just people being stupid. I'm sorry. But I don't get how, as a child, when you have to ask your parents for money, 
how are you allowed to develop that problem unless you're stealing Pokemon cards? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but then if you're stealing Pokemon cards, that's not really gambling, is it? That's theft. And that's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, that is. That makes you an actual child criminal. Yeah. Which means you go to juvie where I bet they play Pokemon for things other than money. Yeah, probably. Cigarette, soap, anal. Uh, okay, yeah, you got there eventually. <laughs> I thought you had a much cleaner mind than me for a moment. How long have you known me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um... Yeah, so um, I had that. Um, in March 2000, Morrison Entertainment Group, a toy developer based in Manhattan Beach in California, sued Nintendo and claims that Pokemon infringed on its Monster in My Pocket characters. A judge ruled there was no infringement and Morrison appealed the ruling. In February 2003, the US Court of Appeals and the Ninth Circuit affirmed the decision by the District Court to dismiss the suit. Again, quick, now, quick version of cashing in. To be fair, I remember Monsters in My Pocket. I remember the cartoon Monsters in My Pocket. I remember the toys of Monsters in My Pocket. When Pokemon first came out, and bear in mind I'm somebody that was very much, as I say, into games, into Nintendo, all of this, I was out in front of Pokemon, I'd been reading about it while I was in Japan, or while it was in Japan, sorry, and I knew what it was coming over, and I also knew that the translation of Pokemon was literally Pocket Monsters. And the first time I found that out, I was like, oh cool, it's like Monsters in my pocket, and that was my touchstone. It is very similar. These were tiny little plastic figures... That you bought in blind bags. I remember the name. I don't remember much about them. Yeah, you bought in blind bags, and they—I mean—they were more horrific than Pokemon were. Not massively, but were they, they were a bit pink more monsters. Things? Yes, there was I... monsters in my pocket. Okay, I still got some of those somewhere. Yeah, I've got one that's shaped like a brick wall with an arch in it. Yeah, those were monsters pocket. in my pocket, and oh, they okay, had that's... a cartoon series. I think it was a comic as well. I wouldn't swear by that, but it was Perhaps. definitely a cartoon series. There is a link. I can look it up, but I'm not gonna. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, it was decided that it, it wasn't similar enough. No, it's not. Um, they, they, it, I mean, Monsters in My Pocket was never... It was a game, actually, but it was never this battling thing that Pokemon is, and it didn't have the lore behind it that Pokemon has. Like, yeah. But yeah, originally, I read Pocket Monsters. Like, oh, it's those things. Okay. So yeah, that's got legs. But I think you also have to be of a certain age to mm. be able to make that connection. Oh yeah, because I'd have had those when I was really fucking small. And by the yeah, time yeah. this came out, I mean, by the time this appeared here, I'd have been, I'd have, I'd have been pushing eighteen. I'd have been the right age for monsters in my pocket, which which is to say that it's the age that most people were when they got into Pokemon, and I was that big, a bit older. I was probably like twelve, thirteen when monsters in my pocket were kicking around. So yeah, I'd have been, a, yeah, I'd have been about 10. so you'd have, yeah, so you'd have been that bit younger. Okay, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. It's just one of those. It's, it's it's one of those. As soon as you see lawsuits, you go, oh fuck, really. Yeah. I mean, how spurious are they? And especially when they get kicked out twice. I, I can definitely understand that lawsuit. I, I think it's the right move for them to rule that there was nothing there. But I can I can see it because I thought it personally myself. Fair enough. Um, and then the last one in the uh, criticism controversy part was, uh, I've touched on earlier with Pokemon Go. Within its first two days of release, Pokemon Go raised safety concerns amongst players. Multiple people suffered minor injuries from falling while playing being, due to being too distracted. Multiple police departments in various countries have issued warnings, some tongue-in-cheek, regarding inattentive driving, trespassing, being targeted by criminals due to being unaware of one's surroundings. People have suffered injuries from accidents related to the game, and Bosnian players have been warned to stay out of minefields left over from the 90s Bosnian war. On 20th of July 2016, it was reported that an 18-year-old boy in Guatemala was shot and killed while playing the game in the late evening hours. 
first reported death in the connection with the app. The boy's 17-year-old cousin, who was accompanying the victim, was shot in the foot. Police speculated the shooters used the game's GPS to find the two. I mean, what the fuck? Seriously, what is it with this fucking game? I mean, if you're into it, you're into it, but seriously, it's not worth dying over. No. It's a fucking game. Hell no. Hell no. It's not even a good game from what I can see. It's just a fucking game. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. Um, but yeah, Pokemon, as we said, huge, huge cultural phenomena. And I, I, I generally think, look, the, the trading cards were huge. And that is undoubtedly the driving force behind it. Kids got really into those trading cards. Yeah. But I genuinely think after that, it's this show is... The, like, the game probably comes last in terms of its influence. Like, this, this show was fucking everywhere. I mean, our... I remember first watching it on Sky. Uh, it was on through the summer before, like, way back in the day, WWE used to do a load of hour-long catch-up shows. Yeah. So there'd be one for... I forget the name of them even now, but one of them was definitely Heat. But like, Heat and Velocity. And they, that's... So and they, they, had, were, they were others as well, though. Yeah, they were. See, they were um, They were the shows they did at the tape-in, before the tape-ins. Yes, um, they were the house shows, and then they threw in clips from whatever happened on Raw yeah, and SmackDown. And then they, they were the catch-up shows... Yeah. Um, which were, I can't remember what they were called, but it was basically like the weekend WWE. Yeah. Now, through the summer, uh, on, at this time, on Sky, um, because Raw and SmackDown were on Sky Sports. Yeah. We didn't have Sky Sports. I was a student, so I couldn't afford to pay for it, so we didn't have Sky Sports. But I could watch these. And before these shows came on, there was an hour of Pokemon. Right. So, you know... <sighs> This show was big enough that Sky started building a programming block around it for kids in the summer holidays. So I first saw it on Sky, but then it went from there onto what was at the time probably the, like the premier slot for a card in this country. It ended up on fucking SMTV. Yeah. Um, which, you know, hence our namesake. But yeah, it ended up as like the cartoon that was on SMTV, yeah. which was, it, there it is. It's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Like it got fucking huge. Yeah. I mean, I mean, talking about its influence, um, there's a picture um, just on the page I'm reading of um, a Bowen 747. Which oh, is, the Pikachu plane. It's, yeah, it's fucking it's Pikachu on the tail. It's just covered in fucking Pokemon. There were two of them. Yeah. There was one in Japan and one in, in Taipei. Yeah. Um, they've had two Pikachu balloons at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, that's what it was called. There was a Comedy Central show called Drawn Together. I remember drawn together, and um, there was a parody called Lao Lao or Ling Ling yeah. or something like that, and that was Pikachu. Yeah, and they just kind of, it, I said it's every fucking where. Yeah. Now, actually, I've just said about the trading card game and um, and the game, and what fits where and influence. I guess actually, if we're honest about it, Pikachu's popularity comes from this show. It doesn't come from the game. No. And it doesn't come from the trading card game even because Pikachu's depiction, especially in the first version of the training card game was still slightly off compared to how the Pikachu in the show then, because Pikachu obviously is a species the Pikachu mm. that everybody thinks of as Pikachu is the Pikachu from this show Yeah, it's the little fucker with the slight mental issue and the attitude, mm. that's that's the Pikachu you think of, he's actually a grumpy little fucker that enjoys electrocuting people yeah. that is... <laughs> Like, he's always depicted as this cheery, smiling... No, he's a grumpy little shit that oh, likes to electrocute people. In that people. first episode, he's an absolute cunt. He's like that for most of the show. Like, he's a grumpy little shit. He, he really has attitude. 
and like I, I swear he's slightly mentally unhinged. Like he enjoys electrocuting people. I swear he does. Quite possibly. Like he's a fucking sociopath. He really is. Like he doesn't like being around anyone. Like that's the whole point of his character. He won't go in the Pokeball, but he doesn't like being around anyone. He fucking hates Ash to begin with. Like To be fair, he's a bit of a cock. Total dickweed. But yeah. that's why everybody, that's certainly why I love him. I mean, he's not the best Pokemon because that's Bulbasaur, clearly. But I'll take your word for it. I, it's just because Bulbasaur was my first starter. So. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, so when we talked about the the reach of the show, I mean, I'll um, I'll go on to the bit here. But one thing that um, I do find quite amazing, and not in a piss takey way, not in a sort of jokey or a struggle way, is that we said there are eight hundred nine different species of Pokemon. Um, I put it on earlier on, and I was sat down with um, with my nephew, and he was he said, "Oh, what are you watching?" I said, "I'm watching the Pokemon because we we're talking about this tonight." He said, "Oh, can I watch?" Yeah, fine. Now this kid is four. Most days of the week, he don't know his own fucking name. He reeled off every bastard one he saw. There you he go. He knew exactly what the fuck they were and what they could do. There you go. And I think it's that sort of thing. And I don't like kid. All kids have this sort of slightly autistic temperament anyway, where they can just fucking soak lists in and reel them off I used to be able to do it with fucking footballers and mm-hmm. um, Formula 1 drivers but kid, no, kids can that's no, to a point they'll do that and then that'll start to fade over time and you, you won't have that ability anymore but that's it, he was literally just like oh that's this one, that's that one, that's that one he can do this, oh watch him do this now I was like, fucking hell you know. given time, and it would take time now because you know, the old grey matter is not what it used to be and it's been a while since I've really been into Pokemon but given time i could reel off all of the original pokemon i could tell you what element type they are easily um but that naming those original ones like what are in the Gold league one it's easier to identify them because they were all so unique but also at the end of the show you had the poke rap right which over the course of a five episode week taught you to rap the names of uh-huh. every pokemon so they'd have they do like 30-ish a day and he'd always tell you how many he was going to do Right. and what they would do is over the course of the first like four days they'd teach you the names of the different Pokemon as they would appear on screen and then on the fifth day you'd have to wrap them all he would do like every po- it, but that conditioned those kids yeah. to learn, like it was if you learned the words to the rap you knew all the Pokemon and as you said their name their picture flashed up on screen Okay. so you learned it. Now, that was the closing theme. Mm. The opening theme, you'll have already heard, it'll be at the start of the episode. That is definitely a strong contender for our best theme tune. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I couldn't, I I can't, I can't sing anyway, so I'm not going to even try it, but I can, rem- I remembered the images of it, I didn't remember the actual track itself, but when I put the wrong one on, I knew it wasn't that. Because you knew you didn't have the theme yet. I, I knew, uh, that's, because I texted you and said, Am I watching the right thing? Because this doesn't seem fucking right. Now, they changed themes even halfway through Indigo League because it splits over two seasons. Right. Uh, and every season had a new theme. But right. the theme that you think of when I say the Pokemon theme is the theme from the original run of Indigo League. And it's fucking genius. Hmm. Yeah, because that was the thing that, that, that got me. Is that I'm watching the wrong fucking program because that's not... Those aren't the images I expect. And as soon as I got the right one, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's it. I like the first frame. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. it. I mean, aside from the fact, you know, it, it does everything that we like a theme to do. It's got a, it's a kind of slightly 80s 
hair metal sound to it. Yeah. A bit soft, but slightly 80s hair metal. It gives you the entire exposition behind the show in the theme. Tells you exactly what the show's about. Hits the catchphrase. Sings the name of the show. It does everything you want it to do. Yeah, it's a textbook classic theme song. Yeah, now for me, the theme is better than the show. But that's just me. There's a fair argument that the theme might be better than the show. It is excellent. But no, the show... In rewatching it, I was worried about rewatching this one because back in the day, like I said, I was way too old to watch it. I accept that, uh, and so I found myself constantly having to defend because I'm never ashamed of this shit. Okay, if somebody had asked me what what did you watch, I said I would quite happily go Pokemon, and then I'd launch into all the reasons why I was watching Pokemon and attempt to convince you that it's the best fucking thing since sliced. But I'm never ashamed of this shit, right? So as a Pokemon apologist, if you like. <laughs> Um, I was worried because I haven't seen it really since and I've dropped off the Pokemon scale a little bit so I was like oh shit what if I go back to this and it really fucking sucks I don't have the defence of saying yeah but I was six what did I know (laughs) I was old enough to go better and bear in mind I'm like almost at the end of the first year of a fucking media degree so it's not like (laughs) like I should really know better um, thankfully, having rewatched it now, um, with much more life experience behind me, and now a master's degree in a similar field behind me, I could look at it and go, do you know what? Actually, hey, look, this isn't fucking Citizen Kane, but but Citizen Kane not, it's not overrated. Right. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> we get onto that another yeah. time. But it is fucking good. It's genuinely good. It's well structured. They, like, they treat the characters with way more respect than your average kids show does. And let's make no bones about it. This is a kids show. Oh, yeah. But they treat these characters with way more respect. As I say, just the way like the relationship between Ash and Pikachu is handled in that first show. The introduction of Gary as a rival. Even when Ash meets Misty, it takes them like three, four episodes to really get to know each other. Because at first they have this kind of dynamic where she doesn't really like him very much. And... You know, she's a young girl, he's a young boy, they fucking hate each other because boys oh, yeah. and girls and all of that kind of shit. But they hit it off, they don't even meet Brock until the end of what is their first story arc. Like, they, you get the time to get to know these characters and they put the work in. They don't have to do any of that, they just have to show you fucking Pikachu electrocuting shit and kids are happy. But yeah, no, they, they go to town on this stuff and they treat all of the individual Pokemon with respect as their as their own characters like they will explain the pokemon when it appears they'll explain what the habitat is they'll explain what their temperament is like and it doesn't have to do any of that but it does and it i think it deserves credit for that yeah i think you're right and i think the biggest thing for me is that i say for all of that and so I, i've not seen enough of it to be able to to um to take that in i'll take your word for it the biggest problem for me is that I'm just not fucking interested. It's not the sort of thing that I, I want to watch. And that's fair enough. And I think that's the biggest problem for me is that it's not... I'm not looking at it like we did with fucking Dungeons & Dragons or Mario God. This is fucking bullshit. I never want it. It's just not something I'm interested in. And I think that to say... To say it's bad or it's not, or it's not good would be to do it a disservice because I don't know enough about it. But in my head I'm thinking of the million fucking things I've got to do in my life anyway. I don't have time to go and watch a fucking thousand episodes of Pokemon to see if it pans out or not. Consequently, <laughs> I watch TV when I run. That's something I do. I put, I put yeah, a tablet I watch the traffic. on. Yeah, put a tablet on. I've got a treadmill. I watch TV. 
my current thing when I'm running is I am watching like three episodes of Pokemon when I run. So I am going to make it all the way through season one. I may then, considering it's all on Netflix, actually dip a toe into the waters of the other seasons now. I think... I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll see how I feel. If I start watching them and they suck, I'll drop straight off them because there's nothing worse than watching something that sucks while you're running because then it double fucking sucks because you're doing exercise yeah. and watching shit. And I think the problem with that as well, I and mean, we talked about this, um, I talked about Power Rangers as well, is that once you get into that thing of you get past the original and into the, the spin-offs and the, the sequels and all the rest of it, once they suck, they really do shit on the legacy that you have or the, the, the memories totally. you have of the first one. So, yeah, by all means, crack on. I'm not going to call you on it, but if they suck, for your own sake, just drop it. Yeah, I'll keep you updated, folks. <laughs> um, one last thing I've got, which I think looks quite interesting. Um, there's um, something called Bulbapedia, which is uh, a wiki-based encyclopedia <coughs> associated me. with longtime fan site um, Bulba Garden. And it's the internet's most detailed Pokemon database project. Um, go and check it out. I, I, for everything I've read about it, it says it's brilliant. Um, and the guy who created it also created um, the, a location-based chat app called GoChat for Pokemon Go. He created, and that got incorporated to it as well. So it kind of built. It's as kind of trying to build the community around. Enough danger playing Pokemon Go and walking around looking at your phone. Yeah. Now you're also concentrating on trying to chat to people while you do it. Yeah, but I suppose now that's what people want. They want this sort of social aspect of things. They can't socialize with people and talk to them, but they can talk to them by I mean, their phone. Why don't they just call it "Come rape me"? I mean, that's. I think the pattern for that had already gone. Yeah, because it, it basically is like it's going to be like, I'm stood on the corner of such a street. There's a mew. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> what yeah. The f- Come but, on, but people. As I've said before, you know, people are stupid. By the way, please don't sue me if you made that app. I'm just, I'm just pointing out the flaw in your design. And also, if you want, if you want the um the copyright to come dot com, you crack on. Uh yeah, but you have to spell it C U M. Oh yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. It has to be come rape me because then. Not that know. we're trivialising rape. Sorry. Why, why, we've apologised a fucking lot this episode. You can tell we haven't done this for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is to blame for this, guys. Christmas and alcohol. I'm not drunk. I have been for the last three weeks. So. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're sober. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my, my filters have all gone. Wow, I got defensive. Man. I'm not <laughs> drunk. Generally, the hallmark of being drunk. I swear I'm not. I'm caffeinated. I'm not drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, for me... Yeah, it didn't really do it for me. It didn't do it for me first time around. And rewatching that one, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'll. Yeah, I'll... I, 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 I've made my feelings clear. I think. Um, should you rewatch this if you liked it first time around? Absolutely yes. Um, if you have any interest in Pokemon and didn't catch it the first time around, absolutely yes. If you've no interest in Pokemon, then just don't bother because you won't get it. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you just want. If you put the time in and you get through those first kind of seven or eight episodes, then, yeah, maybe you'll at least understand the rules of Pokemon, but I think you'll find it a struggle to get that far. Because hmm. uh, there is a certain element, especially as a Pokemon player, of like, oh, cool, it's such a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Whereas if you don't go into it that baggage, you really don't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, all, you know, the, the recent trailer for Detective Pikachu, like... I'm not sure about that film, but they got my money the minute they showed me a CGI Bulbasaur. I was like, oh my fucking god, it's an army of Bulbasaurs. I'm in. And then they dropped Mr. Mime in there as well, and I'm like, wow, deep cuts. Okay. Um, So there's that to it. If that's going to do it for you, then 
actually, yeah, do go back and have a look at it. It's genuinely fucking good. Um, and I think there's a lot to enjoy in it. And you, you may just find that you end up watching all 80 episodes. Um, I, look, it's only... That's only 40... Less than 40. They're only 20 odd minutes each. They're not a half hour, are they? No, 20 minutes. Yeah, so that, that's like 30 odd hours, if you like. Yeah, that's maths. Yeah, I, I fucking... Yeah, look. Yeah. I can waste 30 hours watching it. Well, I'm not wasting them anyway because I'm doing something else. But, yeah, yeah give, no, it, give it a look in. I'll, I'll echo that. Let's say. I've, I've got nothing against it. I don't I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's not worth the time. I'm just not fucking interested. Um, but, I mean, if, if that's the sort of thing that's going to float your boat, then, yeah, by all means, crack at it and you'll probably get a lot more out of it than I did. And, just, we haven't actually touched on this and we should have. I did start talking about the writing. This thing's genuinely fucking funny as well. Not, like, clever, smart, gag funny but the comic timing of display in the voice work is exceptional, especially when you consider that it's been localised as well. Mm. Like, this thing has some genuinely funny moments in it. So Again, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, give it a look. It's it's as good as you remember, if you remember it. I can promise you that, if not better. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm certainly going to watch all of it, and I'm glad this was suggested. So thank you to everybody that did write in and ask yeah. for Pokemon. I, I will say as well that if you if you haven't heard, if you haven't watched it and you've listened to us prattle on for the last hour and twelve minutes, um, and you think you know what, I'll give that a look. I'd love to hear what you think of it because I mean, I didn't engage with it, but I'm in a very 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 small minority, and I I, I would love to see what how people take to it first time around. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested too. But yeah, so that's um, so that's Pokemon. If you want to chat to us, I say get in touch. Um, you can do so via our website at ddpodcast.net. We're on Twitter at smpdpod. Uh, we're on Facebook with the Double Up Podcast Network. Um, if you go to our website, you can get our previous episodes, some of our sister shows, um, some of our partner shows, which are also great. Um, but yeah, until next time. Team Rockets blasting off again. Bull Trace, Little King, Farfetch, Abra, Jigglypuff, Kingler, Rhyhorn, Clefable, Wigglytuff. Catch em, catch em.